Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1947. How to Train Hard and Stay Injury-Free by Emma Hogan of lesmills.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course. And don't forget, we have a bunch of shows where we narrate articles for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of them. Now today is Thanksgiving Day here in the US, and I wanna start by saying how thankful I am for you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I know I say that basically on every episode, but it's really true. And thank you for listening, not to just this show, but all of the shows in our OLD network. You're the reason that there are, well, let's see, as of today, 1,947 episodes of this podcast. When my brother, Justin of Optimal Living Daily, first asked me to do a podcast, I never would have thought it would have lasted this long. So today, as we're going around the table and sharing what we're thankful for, I'm thankful for you. And my brother, of course, for inviting me to do this in the first place. All right, and with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. How to Train Hard and Stay Injury-Free by Emma Hogan of lesmills.com. So, you're riding high with your training regime, lapping up the fitness gains and relishing the endorphin highs that go with regular exercise. Then, disaster strikes. You injure yourself and are forced to put a halt to your training. If only you could have stayed injury-free. One of the best ways to stay injury-free is to find out how the professionals do it. Group fitness instructors are prolific exercisers and are considered industry professionals and often train for 11 to 13 hours a week. So it would be reasonable to assume their risk of injury is pretty high. However, research by Dr. Ginger Gottschall of Penn State University highlights that this is not the case. Gottschall set out to identify if there were any optimum training behaviors which helped avoid injury, surveying 3,175 instructors about how often they worked out, the type of exercises they did, and what injuries they had suffered, if any. 
Just 13% of instructors reported injuries that demanded a week of rest. Yet other groups with a similar training volume have reported much higher injury rates of up to 56%. Gottschall believes that most group fitness instructors get the recommended variety of training. The American College of Sports Medicine recommends the time spent in each training modality should be as follows. 60% cardio, 30% strength, and 10% flexibility. The instructors in this study typically divided their training as follows. 54% cardio, 35% strength, and 11% flexibility. Bryce Hastings, Les Mills' head of research, says, quote, The study indicates that balance is the key to preventing injury. If people want to get fit and stay injury-free, a variety of group fitness classes is vital. End quote. Another way to stay injury-free is to better understand the factors that contribute to injury. We asked Steve Tansy, Les Mills' head of research in the UK, to explain some of the common causes of injury and how to overcome them. Problem number one, muscle tightness. If you have tight calves, you're in good company, as tight leg muscles are extremely common. When we exercise, we are constantly demanding contractions from our muscles. This continuous rate of contraction may result in a shortening of the muscle, which in turn can lead to a limited range of motion and create a muscle imbalance, which can increase our propensity for injury. Solution number one, stretching, massage, and foam rolling. Ensuring you are regularly stretching your soleus and gastrocnemius, basically your two sets of calf muscles, will help with correcting tightness in these muscles. A similar approach to other potential problem areas can also be of value. Stretches for the hip flexors can also help to release the psoas muscle, the largest hip flexor muscle, which in turn can help with certain types of lower back pain. Proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation, or PNF stretching, is a popular advanced method of deep stretching. It typically involves passively stretching a muscle or muscle group, then performing an isometric contraction of that muscle, then once again, passively stretching that same muscle to achieve a deeper stretch at a greater range of motion. Foam rolling can also assist with helping the muscle to relax. Problem number two, muscle weakness. Muscle weakness occurs when our full effort doesn't produce a normal muscle contraction or movement. We can experience this at the end of a grueling workout when we have simply exhausted ourselves. However, persistent muscle weakness may indicate an underlying muscle imbalance. Stronger muscles can begin to dominate weaker ones, resulting in uneven forces acting on our joints. These imbalances can place excessive strain on joints as we have less control during impact activities or in the way we stabilize our joints when lifting. Solution number two, manual muscle testing and strengthening, or consult your sports medicine practitioner. If you believe this is related to a muscle imbalance, an assessment from a qualified sports practitioner will help determine the cause of your muscle weakness and the appropriate treatment. In some cases, physical therapy may be helpful. Manual muscle testing of the affected area may also highlight an asymmetric weakness, meaning one side is weaker than the other. Identifying this makes it possible to realign or rebalance the body through isolated strengthening on the weaker side. And problem number three, overtraining and overuse. This is the most obvious problem of all. When we do too much with too little rest in between sessions, we suffer the following symptoms. Excessive fatigue, troubled sleep, inability to concentrate, inability to perform exercises with correct technique, and so on. 
A physiological sign of overtraining is also an increased resting heart rate. Overuse injuries are caused by repeated actions that apply pressure to a certain group of muscles, joint, or area of soft tissue. Symptoms include a gradual pain which worsens over time, sometimes accompanied by swelling or bruising. Solution number three, review your training schedule and ensure you're mixing it up. The best way to avoid overtraining and overuse is to ensure adequate rest between sessions. So look at your schedule and see what you can move around. If you're doing a lot of one type of workout, like weight training or high impact training or high intensity interval training, consider switching out a couple of sessions for something completely different. You just listened to the post titled How to Train Hard and Stay Injury-Free by Emma Hogan of lesmills.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to go back to the American College of Sports Medicine recommendations that Emma mentioned earlier in this post specifically the fact that the American College of Sports Medicine recommends we spend 60% of our structured activity performing cardiovascular type exercises, so walking, jogging, running, bicycling, swimming, rowing, and so on, 30% of our time performing strength or resistance training, and the rest of the time spent working on our flexibility. Let's see if we can translate that into some concrete goals. The Surgeon General recommends that most healthy adults aim for 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous intensity activity each week. If we were to use the American College of Sports Medicine guidelines to plan this out and incorporate the right amount of balance, the breakdown would look something like this. Of those 150 minutes each week, 90 minutes each week should be spent performing cardiovascular activity, your walking, jogging, running, cycling, swimming, rowing type activities. How did I get that number? 150 minutes times 0.6 or 60% equals 90 minutes. This also means 45 minutes each week should be spent strength or resistance training, and then about 15 minutes spent on flexibility or stretching exercises. So a week could look something like this. For three days, try and squeeze in 30 minutes of cardio. That would total 90 minutes. 30 minutes times three days equals 90. Follow each of those sessions with five minutes of stretching as part of your cool down after each workout. That would equal 15 minutes of flexibility training. Then on two days, spend 20 to 25 minutes on strength training. Boom, 
you've now met the Surgeon General's activity recommendations for the week and set it up in a balanced way according to the American College of Sports Medicine to help prevent injury. All right, that'll do it for today. And again, if you're celebrating, I want to wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. If you're not, that's okay too. I'm still sending you my gratitude. Oh, and don't forget, I will be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A. So definitely stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits.